Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. makes it abundantly clear in Scripture that there are always harmful, negative consequences for violating or living contrary to His designed order. Sometimes we think of it like God is punishing. No, He set it up to work this way. And if you don't line up with that, if you jump off a building, you're going to go splat. It's not God's fault. It can be easy to blame God for almost everything especially the bad things that happen in this world and to us. But often, as Pastor Robert shares, we have no one to blame but ourselves, and God is just holding us accountable. In this world, you will experience hardship and trouble, and God wants to help you grow from it. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Romans chapter 3 as he continues his message, Considering the Oracles of God. We have books. They didn't have books. 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 years ago, they didn't have books. Only the very wealthy even had access. Isaiah was written on a scroll. And the scroll was massive. It would have been no, it's not something you just put it in a backpack and take off with it, right? It would have been, it would have been heavy to carry that thing around. No, no, no. But Josephus, the Jewish historian, tells us that Cyrus found out that Isaiah the prophet had written about him before he was ever born and said Cyrus would be responsible for the rebuilding of Jerusalem. And Cyrus was like, oh, shoot. Cyrus, he realized and he took it seriously and he said, well, then I better, you know, the Jewish people have been captive They were taken captive by by the Babylonians, but then a couple of wars take place, and now the Persians are in control, and Cyrus is king of the Persians, and he finds out that God has predicted through Isaiah that Cyrus, whoever Cyrus is, would cause uh, cause Jerusalem to be rebuilt. So Cyrus said, you people need to go back home and rebuild Jerusalem. It's time. And it was time. And that's exactly what took place. Now, there are other examples of this. Why? God tells us why. He wants you to know that the Word of God, the oracles of God, are to be trusted. They're to be utilized. 
I had a lady tell me one time, you know, I was having nightmares. She's like, just put an open Bible next to your pillow. Maybe it'll make you feel better. I don't know. But it's not about osmosis. You know what I'm saying? It's not like if I go to sleep like this at night, I got my Bible open on my iPad, and so it just is going to kind of drift in, you know, through the waves or what. No, you got to read the book. And then do it. And yes, it can be difficult to understand. But see, one of the things that he tells us is that if we will read the book, that he will give us understanding. It's an amazing thing. God himself promises to be your tutor, to give you understanding. But the Lord, the Lord makes it abundantly clear in Scripture that there are always harmful, negative consequences for violating or living contrary to his designed order. Sometimes we think of it like God is punishing. No, he set it up to work this way. And if you don't line up with that, if you jump off a building, you're going to go splat. It's not God's fault. It's not his fault. He warns us against trying to live rebellious lives. He says it's not going to work. Or to quote scripture, the wages of sin is death. It's, that's not his fault. Because he, he has ordered everything, and he has given us instructions. He, he's given us the scriptures to give us understanding about the order that he created. Whenever one insists on living in rebellion against God's created order, against God's will, the result of that will always be that destruction follows in their wake. Always. The reason for that, by the way, is that truth is true. Truth is true. This whole idea of my truth, your truth, no, no, no. Truth is true. Now, it, it, you, can, you can take it and make it your truth, meaning, meaning that you take the truth of the Scripture, you take the truth of God, and you begin to apply it in your life, and you make it your truth in that sense. You actually own it, trust it, begin to apply it, and rely upon it. The truth is true. The laws established by God to govern his creation are not affected by the faithlessness or unbelief of the creatures within that creation. Well, I don't believe it. Believe what you want. doesn't matter. doesn't matter. It, it'll matter. it matters for you. It matters in terms of the consequences. It matters in terms of the, the quality of life and where you'll spend eternity, but it doesn't impact his created order. It doesn't impact God himself. But, but, but once again, the Bible anticipates some, some pushback, and, and it's kind of a bizarre, convoluted thing that the Bible anticipates here. Is it possible that sin could become a good thing? I mean, if if by sinning I verify the truth of God's word, if my rebellions, you know, highlight because I, I, you know, I'm I'm living in rebellion against God's word, and so I I begin to suffer the consequences. Other people around me begin to suffer the consequences of of the rebellion, and and so now you know God's 
truth is verified. And so, you know, God, God ends up being glorified. If God is actually glorified when I sin and reap the negative consequences that he said I would reap, I mean, he's ultimately glorified by my sin. Why should he judge me? Point number two, God's wrath against unrighteousness is perfectly just. Now listen to, the, listen to the way Paul asks the question. Listen to the way the Bible frames the question. Verse 5, if our unrighteousness demonstrates the righteousness of God, what should we say? Is God unjust who inflicts wrath? I speak as a man. Certainly not. For then how will God judge the world? For if the truth of God has increased through my lie, to his glory, why am I also still judged as a sinner? And why not say, let us do evil that good may come, as we are slanderously reported and as some affirm that we say their condemnation is just. Paul says, you know, some people have actually accused me of preaching this insanity that we should, we should do evil so that, you know, through our evil actions, God is glorified. Let's do evil that good may come. He says, that's absurd. It doesn't work out that way. God is not glorified by evil conduct. Your lying some, doesn't somehow make God more honest. It simply reveals the corrupt and dishonest nature of your human heart. Our imperfections don't somehow make God more perfect, nor do they somehow honor God by revealing or highlighting just how perfect he is. No, as the Bible will make clear, God's word merely exposes our imperfect nature to us. In other words, God's, God's law, the oracles of God, the scriptures show us what perfection actually looks like while at the same time confronting us with the reality that we're not capable of, of ever actually achieving it in and of ourselves. We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for how the Bible applies to your everyday life. If you love today's teaching and would like to listen to more like this one from the Book of Romans, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. While you're there, you can also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Here's David to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days at blinding speed. But there's always a moment to pause. Those in-between times are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply go to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, David. Would you be interested in joining us this weekend for worship and Bible study? If so, come visit us at Calvary, Miami Beach. Or you can join us online through our live stream. Find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary, Miami Beach under the About tab.
at MainThingRadio.com. Our time with you today is about up, but we're so grateful that you're part of our listening audience. Please join us again as we take another look at the Book of Romans right here on Main Thing Radio.